The plant-based market continues to grow, particularly in the human and pet product sectors. Along with that growth, new premium market opportunities for soybean growers are emerging as well. Welcome to Feedstuffs in Focus, our podcast taking a deeper look at the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and animal feed industries. I'm your host, Andy Vance. Thanks for joining us today. This episode is sponsored by Novus International Incorporated, a leader in poultry, dairy, and swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Novus's products and services look at the whole animal, focusing on productivity and well-being in order to feed the world affordable and wholesome food. For more information, visit the Novus website at novusint.com. For a comprehensive look at the growing plant-based market and what it means for feed and feed ingredient producers, Feedstuff's editor Sarah Muirhead talked with Bruce Bennett, president of ingredients at Benson Hill, to talk about those market opportunities in general, as well as things his company is doing to expand the processing side of its business needed to allow for identity preservation. More on the story, here's Sarah. Now, Benson Hill is establishing itself in the plant-based protein market in, in kind of a pretty big way. So let's start by talking about that market in general. Um, what does the market for plant-based products look like and, and kind of where is it trending? Yeah, I, I think right now, um, when you think about plant-based, it's certainly got um, a, a huge amount of momentum. Um, but if you think about it, um, plant-based protein and plant-based foods have, have been around for decades. So for sure, we're not really looking at a fad, but in my opinion, a, a real mega trend. And over the last several years, there have been um, quite a bit of wind in the sales of plant-based foods and specifically with meat alternatives. Um, but generally, when you take a step back and you look at uh, the plant-based trend, um, it really covers... Um, many segments of the food system, including snacks and bakeries and cereals, um, as well as pet food. So, I mean, it's a pretty broad category um, and we're excited to be able to participate in it. So what do you see looking forward in terms of the uh, the growth potential for the category? Well, I think the growth potential is really strong. I, depending upon, you know, where you're looking, um, they're anticipating by the end of the decade that, you know, it's a hundred billion dollar market. Um, what we tend to, to pay attention to is, you know, are we um, accelerating? Are we holding serve? Are we decelerating? And certainly from everything we can see. And again, COVID threw a little bit of a wrench on everything, but that um, the wind is still in the sales of plant-based foods. And we're expecting that to continue forward for at least the next several years and beyond. So this week, you folks announced a, a pretty big acquisition. It was of a, a food-grade white flake and uh, soy flour manufacturing operation in Creston, Iowa. That's right. What, what does that addition mean for Benson Hill's overall business model? Well, when you think about Benson Hill and where we've been focused for, you know, the last several years and, and even beyond, uh, you know, we are um, a, a food and ag tech, ag tech company um, who's put significant focus on growing um, better crops, you know, more sustainable crops, more nutritiously dense and high quality crops. So a lot of that focus has been on the genetics and, and our development of those and scaling of those genetics and building a strong um, farmer partner system. Um, and that's been very successful. Um, and a key piece of that then is as we've been scaling uh, to ensure that we could enable um, those genetics and that high quality nutrition to translate down into the food system. So it was really important for us um, to get our hands on uh, an asset like uh, that of Creston 
so that we could process um, those crops into highly nutritious food ingredients that food companies that we work with can, can use them and, and build better food for consumers. It's really great to have it in the field, but you have to also be able to handle it throughout that system like you talked about, or, or you, lose that, you lose that value and that identity of that grain, right? Yeah. And I think, Sarah, that value is, is a key point to focus on because, you know, throughout the system um, and even at various stages, that value um, needs to be um, basically distributed out where it, um, it can effectively help provide lift um, for what Benson Hill wants to do. And, and if that value currently is with the farmer to help, you know, scale our genetics, that's great. If that happens to then start to translate into working with food companies to bring them value so that we can continue that pull through the supply chain. That's great. Uh, but in the end, we also want that value to reach consumers. Um, so you can kind of think of us as, you know, almost like a dealer at a card table trying to understand, you know, how, how can we help distribute that value so that um, we can, you know, get our business model off the ground and be successful. And, and, and certainly that's happening and, and Creston's going to help continue to enable that. Well, I believe you folks are very focused on non-GMO, right? In the in the products. Yes, we are, and and certainly as as an ag tech company, um, we're focused on delivering healthy and safe products. And at this point in time, we do have focus around traditional breeding, but um, we have focus on lots of ways to create and develop value as, as an ag tech company. And um, at this point in time, um, our varieties are non-GM. So now the Creston plant, it must have some strategic fit also into the whole, uh, the other facilities and other operations of Benson Hill. Um, that's correct. And, and certainly you're well, well, well aware, Sarah, that uh, back in September, we acquired uh, an asset in Seymour, Indiana. So it's very complimentary for a number of reasons, um, for sure, uh, to enable us to reach um, a, a more broader uh, farmer network and to build um, stronger relationships um, regionally uh, makes a lot of sense. Certainly um, to be able to also, you know, have better access uh, around other food companies makes a lot of sense. And then finally, um, to have multiple a assets is certainly from a risk mitigation standpoint, a smart strategy as well. So we're hitting a lot of fronts by adding Creston um, to the mix. I think the exciting thing, too, is um, Creston is an established business that's running very well and already has presence in the food industry. So um, we're accelerating our ability to enter the food system um, with the Creston asset um, to start uh, translating these genetics into to better food ingredients. So let's talk of let's talk farm level here. What opportunities does the plant-based market offer to to growers? Well, I think the plant-based uh, market offers growers, you know, the ability to earn um, better premiums. Um, certainly, our um, our involvement in the supply chain, we're hoping. Um, can connect farmers to the consumer with what they're demanding. Um, you know, you can look at the supply chain as either a push or a pull, and in some cases it's both. But as we're working with food companies and tracking consumer trends, our hope is that um, we can develop a stronger pull uh, to our farmer partners so they understand what's important to consumers and we can help them with tools to grow crops that meet those needs. Are you looking for any particular type of farmer? Does it need do, do they need to be of any certain size or or location or are there any specifics that they need to be aware of? 
Well, I think um, a, a, a diversity of farm partners always makes a lot of sense. So we're not really trying to center on any specific, you know, region per se. We'd like to broaden that out as much as possible. Um, I think what's interesting is we're looking for par farmer partners who want to make a difference in food. And we certainly want to create value for our farmer partners because that's really important. Um, but we also want farmers who are interested and excited to help with the data collection that we also feel is really important to help even with, you know, the sustainability story, for instance, because that is a growing trend in food. And certainly food companies are looking backwards into their supply chain um, to help them with their sustainability goals as well. So um, we've got a great program um, that we've launched to help educate our farmer partners on how all that can be achieved and, and certainly are looking to sign up new farmers. So then where can folks go to get more information either about the plant-based market itself and, and kind of the trends there or about Benson Hill and, and partnering with you folks? Well, for sure, um, BensonHill.com is an immediate route to learn more about Benson Hill and for any specific farmers who have an interest in learning more about you know their participation and what we feel is an extremely exciting way to create better food better from the beginning, they can go to BensonHillFarmers.com. Thanks to Bruce Bennett from Benson Hill for his insights and to Feedstuffs editor Sarah Muirhead for this week's story. This episode was sponsored by Novus International Incorporated, a leader in poultry, dairy, and swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Novus products and services look at the whole animal, focusing on productivity and well-being in order to feed the world affordable and wholesome food. For more information, visit the Novus website at novusint.com. I'm Andy Vance, and you've been listening to Feedstuffs in Focus. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to hear more conversations about some of the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and feed industries, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms, including Apple and Google, or visit our website, Feedstuffs, and Feedstuffs365.com for future episodes and live stream opportunities. Until next time, have a great day. And thanks for listening.